Hey gang, here's 10 remote jobs you can get right now. Hey gang, it's Ron from ITMatchKey.com and my job is to help each and every one of you guys get certified. Before I do anything, I just want to thank the current students in the Zero to IT Hero program and want to thank all of the future students that will join the Zero to Hero program. Thank you for entrusting me with your training needs. So, remote jobs, right? Remote jobs are all the rage. Everybody wants to do work in their pajamas, right? Now, I think a lot of this came from um, the pandemic, you know, when everybody was coughing and sneezing. Nobody wanted to be in the office, right? Nobody wanted to be in the office at all. I think now that has changed because a lot of people actually got a little fatigued, believe it or not, from working from their homes. So a lot of people want to do, at least from what I've seen, I even did some polls on the channel. A lot of people want to do hybrid, maybe three days at the house, two days in the office. Most people don't want to be 100% remote. Let me know in the comments. First thing is this, have you ever worked a remote job? And if you have, do you want to remain remote? Because I'm just telling you, I know if you're in a warehouse or if you're delivering packages, like, hell yeah, I want to be remote. But trust me, it does have some disadvantages, right? But the good thing about tech, as we already know, has a lot of flexibility. You can be at the house, you can be on the beach, you can be wherever, and you can still get your job done. Before we get into the top 10, I, I want to give a special shout out and thanks to Spain. Thank you so much for your channel support, Spain the country that is where I've got the most super thanks from this month. If you want to donate to the channel, you can, it's not required. You just hit super thanks. Or if this is a premiere, you can just go ahead and donate to the channel so I can continue to make videos just like this. now before I dive into it, this isn't in any particular order, right? Not from best to greatest or suckiest to least suckiest. Whatever you decide you want to do, you can do. These are just 10 opportunities that allow you to work remotely. There's other opportunities, but these are the 10 that I chose. Let me know in the comments out of this top 10, which one would you want? Well, not top 10, as I just said, it wasn't in no damn order. Just out of the 10 topics or 10 uh, jobs that I have, just let me know which one that you want. The first one I want to talk about is a cloud architect. I'm pretty sure since you guys are super smart, you know exactly what the cloud is. But just in case, super simple, the cloud is just somebody else's computer, right? Meaning that as long as you have an internet connection, you will have connection to this device. You'll have connection to this data. So Google Cloud, iCloud, all these things are cloud platforms that give you access to your data, your videos, your baby pictures, whatever you're looking for at any time. And believe it or not, there is an extreme shortage of cloud architects, people that specialize in IT. Like I always tell you guys, there's so many different lanes in IT. Now, you can be a jack of all trades if you want to, starting off, but I would highly recommend that eventually you get a lot more specialized, right? And cloud architect, for one, is an in-demand job, and two, it doesn't pay too much. And bad. according to Burning Glass, which is a labor statistics company that figures out salaries and what people make, according to them, on the low end, cloud architects make 
around 95,000 on a tippity top close to 200K. Another awesome remote job would be a technical product manager. So a technical product manager pretty much has your best interests in mind. They see what users need, what users are asking for, and they actually try to implement that into newer products or current products. Now, you don't have to be in an office to figure that out. You can be on the ground. You can actually be on YouTube. You can be on Twitter getting information, so on and so forth. But your main thing would be to drive changes and have users that would like the product more and more with the updates or the changes that you make to that product. Now, the current users may not actually benefit from it. It may be uh, a next iteration or the next update and those users would actually benefit from it. But if you're a tech technical product manager, you are trying to figure out, okay, how can I make the best product for now? According to burning glass, you can expect to make on a low end about 75 and on a tippity top, right around one. Next up is an IT project manager, right? So this person is the boss of all bosses, right? So there's people underneath him or her and they're managing a team, right? So you might have network analysts, you might have some cybersecurity analysts, you might have all different types of people underneath that project manager. The main goal of the project manager is to make sure that the project is successful all while managing the team, their needs, their issues, whatever goes on, they would be the leader. They would be that one voice that takes all those collective voices and moves forward. Now using the data from my same source, they say that you can make around 75 to 80 on the low end and right around 120 on the high end as an IT project manager. Next up is a cybersecurity analyst. Now, this one is near and dear to my heart because this is one of the things that we do in the Zero to IT Hero program is taking garbage men and turning them into cybersecurity analysts, taking dishwashers, turning them into network engineers, taking maids and turning them into cybersecurity analysts, right? A cybersecurity analyst, as you already know, cybersecurity is super important. You can open up the news on any day and see grandma getting scammed all the way up to Google and Fortune 500 companies getting scammed and hacked as well. That's why there's such a shortage of cybersecurity professionals and cybersecurity analysts, right? So a cybersecurity analyst would be in charge of and responsible for the safety, protection of users, data, devices from these outside threats, whether it be social engineering, whether it be ransomware, their job would be to try to protect you, the devices, and the network from those things. Now, if you are a cybersecurity analyst and you're coming straight out the gate, you probably can expect to make right around, I'm not using their data, but I'm pretty sure it's about the same. You probably can expect to make right around 65 to 75. This is really no experience. Pretty much that's what I tell my students, right? After they go through the Zero to IT Hero program, if you're brand new, you can probably look to make around 65 to probably 80 at the top, you know, uh, starting out, right? But the good thing about the cybersecurity analysts, you can keep on going up, right? You can become a cybersecurity engineer. You can go the penetration route. There's so many different ways to level up in this field. And another thing is, with the shortage in cybersecurity in damn near every 
tech industry, excuse me, tech space, tech positions, you pretty much will have job security, even if you get laid off, right? Because I have so many friends, so many students, so many people that had tech jobs and they got laid off or got let go. And a week later, they had a job. Because if you got the skill sets, if you got what people need, you will find a job. I don't know if I told you about the topity top. So um, as far as this goes, from what I can see, depending on where you are, the top, uh, especially if you only got from zero to maybe a couple years of experience, is probably right around 130, 140. Now, that can shoot through the roof depending on what accolades you have, what certifications you have, what experience you have, so on and so forth. Makes sense? So, since we're here right now, I'm going to tell you about the sponsor of this here channel. So, the sponsor of this here channel is itmasterkey.com, where you can get the hottest IT certifications in the industry in as little as 90 days. If that sounds like that's interesting to you, hit the link in the description and apply and hop on a call with one of our enrollment specialists and hopefully I'll see you in class. So another one that is super important and super big is data, right? So becoming a data scientist, basically breaking down big blocks of data, huge chunks of information and saying, what does this really mean, right? So no longer are the days where you go to the library when you have to do a book report. Some of the most complex questions can be answered just by typing it in Google, right? And a lot of those answers are compiled. A lot of that information is broken down by data scientists. What is all this data telling us, right? Can we forecast certain things? Can we forecast how the economy is going to be? Can we forecast how many people are going to get sick? Can we forecast how many jobs are going to be? So on and so forth. With so much data, you know, zeta bytes and damn, just all kind of trillions and billions worth of data, not money, monetarily speaking, but actual size. There's so much data. Just think about you, right? You don't do anything at all. But you probably got damn got damn near a terabyte of information on your phone, and that's just you, right? And there's billions of people in the world. So data scientists are responsible for breaking that data down. Now, according to Burning Glass, um, if you're just starting out, rocking out, you're probably gonna make around 60 to 65. I'm um, on a high end, you know, with a little to no experience or a couple years of experience on a tippity top, probably make around 140. Okay, $140,000 a year. Now, this is another area that is super important, super popular, and that's coding, right? Specifically, website development. So, web development, right? Creating apps, creating websites, so on and so forth, right? So, pretty much taking something that doesn't exist, getting some specifications. What do you want this to do? Do you want to have a drop down button? Do you want this video to play? Do you want this to happen? So on and so forth, and putting that inside of a website. Now, this is kind of one of those things that may be um, a little bit harder to define because you have some uh, web developers that work for companies who have other people that do freelance. So I will say this, the skill, right? The skill level does vary, right? You may think, oh, I got this guy that said he'll build a website for me on Fiverr for $10, right? And you got another guy that said he was going to charge you 7000 for the same website, right? A lot of times you have to use critical thinking. There's a reason for that gap, right? This $10 website, for one, he's probably going to have access to everything. He's going to be able to click one thing and shut your whole shit down. Two, he's probably going to have a lot 
of broken code, a lot of stuff that does not work. He probably, matter of fact, he probably just copied and pasted something from the internet that doesn't work anymore. The plugins ain't gonna work, so on and so forth. But as far as that's concerned, that is one skill set um, that I can say with the cybersecurity that is very, very, very much needed and is in high demand. So as far as the, the pay goes, it varies like ridiculously a lot so i won't even give you those you know if you want to you can go ahead and um google those numbers if you want to um but it's kind of like from what i can see it's kind of as far as that's concerned if you were a self-taught developer or if you're a developer with really good skills you can kind of set your own price now another critical aspect especially now is a ux designer right so a user experience designer now you're like you just talked about developers this is different right a developer can make a beautiful website, just gorgeous. But then you be like, okay, where the hell is the start button? Okay, how do I scroll down? Okay, where's the application at? So on and so forth, right? Now a user experience or a UX designer is why Instagram and TikTok is so addicting. It's why YouTube is addicting. It makes the user experience fun and easy. And you throw the algorithm in there too, as far as this, right? So let's say that this is the first time that you've seen me ever. Guess what YouTube is gonna show? If, especially if you're still watching this damn video right now, it's gonna be like, okay, he must like this guy or she must like this guy, so let me show him another one, and another one, and another one, right? And then you get caught up in that algorithm loop. As far as the user experience, that is another thing that is pivotal, because honestly, depending on the user experience can be the reason that your app or your website or whatever it is fails or passes and is a success, right? Because just like you're watching this on YouTube, uh, a YouTube competitor could come out, right? But if their user experience isn't as good and as fluid and as easy, anybody that can get on YouTube can figure out, okay, this is what the hell this is, this is how I use it, right? So if you are thinking about uh, getting a user experience, think about if I was a user, how would I want this to According to a burning glass, on the low end, you can expect around 70K. On the high end, probably around 115K. Now, gang, if I've given you all this information, if I've given you all this value, and I done worked tremendously hard on this video, all I ask is that you like it and subscribe. And last but not least, share with two of your buddies. Now, we're going to go back to data right but not a data scientist but a database administrator right we know what a database is right it's literally just a place where a bunch of data is at right a data scientist may even take the database or the data out of the database and try and break it down right so a data scientist is trying to figure out what the hell does this mean a database administrator is more along the lines of trying to keep things organized, figure out where things go, figure out if we need to delete this, how can we make more space, how can we organize the database in a way to where whoever comes in here that has access and privileges, blah, 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 can get to this information as quickly as possible. Now for a database administrator, according to Burning Glass, on the low end, about 50K, on the high end, a little bit over six figures. Next up is Salesforce administration. Why are we talking about Salesforce? Because Salesforce is the number one cloud-based business application. And guess what that means? I mean, they got a bunch of open slots. They need a bunch of people to make sure that the platform is maintained. 
So many businesses, Fortune 500 companies, small businesses, so many businesses actually have all their data and all their information, and all their teams and everybody on Salesforce and they depend on it heavily. So that means it has to be running right, has to be organized and it has to be secure. And that is going to be the job of the Salesforce administrator. Now, the cybersecurity analyst may come in on the backside to secure it. But as far as the way that the actual platform is performing, you're going to be a Salesforce administrator and people are going to be coming to you. Is everything OK? I need to add this. I need to move this. I need to do this. I need to do that. And that is one of those jobs that can be done. Remotely. Now, as far as working for Salesforce, uh, starting out, you probably can expect to make around 65 and then on the tippity top, a little bit lower than 100 grand. Right now, remember this, all these ranges that when I say the tippity top, this is somebody with a couple years of experience right now somebody in 5 10 15 they should be making um, a lot more than that right but um, as far as what I can see from my personal experience and from my students uh, somebody from zero to a couple years that's kind of what they can expect to now last but not least is actually one of my favorites which is where a lot of my students actually start which is system administration right so this is a few steps before becoming a cybersecurity analyst but this is a pivotal role inside of any company, right? So the administrator makes sure that all the employees, everybody that works there has access to the things they need access to and people that aren't supposed to have access don't have access to it. And you know, whatever the day-to-day -day issues is, whatever the day-to-day -day problems are, they actually try to resolve them, right? So um, that is one of those jobs that you don't have to be in a cubicle. You don't have to be right there with these people. You can do that remotely and fix a lot of their issues. So gang, before you click off this video, make sure that you watch my next video, right? My next video, which should be popping up somewhere right here, is gonna allow you to get these certifications that I talked about earlier and actually land a job in IT. Hopefully this was valuable to you. And other than that, I'll see you in class. Thank you